0: D- dice rolling, motherfucking radio. Two days ago was insane. Talking so, about the one that was, everyone posted. Like,
1: I was, at the, I was, at the was peeking. Oh. G- it
2: happened, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm pink. My sweater is like, okay. <laughs> <was like>, <laughs> yellow. I was like, I'm not okay. I
1: was at like, the okay. <laughs> I was at the Padre again for
3: that. I, I took
2: pictures. I got film of it. Not developed
3: it You were there. I was at the Padre again on shrooms. No, I'm talking about. Oh, I did that one time. It was cool. The fucking lawn was all like fucking like. Wait, like it was like it looked like water. It just looked like the it had a tide. Yeah, like, I was like, "Yeah, cool. I'm down, I'm down for this." Why is everyone swimming? <laughs> Damn,
2: Dude, son, where'd you find this?
4: But
1: did it's you scary. see the sunset recently? This, but did last you weekend? die? But <laughs> yeah. did you die? Did you see the Did you see the sunset <laughs> on Saturday? Yeah, I was in Scripps Ranch. I got you. It. I have a picture. It felt it like we were crazy. inside this big ass tangerine. I think everyone so took it a picture. Super of it. orange.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh, yours. Yeah, yours was hella orange. Yours look purple have, as fuck. I have the orange one too. Mine. Yeah,
0: what does <laughs> mine look
3: like? Did you uh, take a sunset picture on Saturday?
0: Fuck no, because I seen that everyone took a sunset <laughs> picture, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, I'm gonna live vicariously through everyone else's posts. Yeah, that's like, really
2: good. Yeah, see
1: what I'm saying. I
2: was camping, so I was just like, whoa. I
1: have seen people post uh Nothing videos existed. from like PB, and I was just like, damn, like being at the beach right now. We are at Mission Bay. Super close. Okay, even oh, better. Oh yeah. yeah. Weird.
2: Weird, it was like forever. I haven't been in a sunset though. It was like 15 minutes. Yeah. I was tripping. tripping. I,
3: was I was tripping. just remember everybody like going outside and like, that's mine.
2: Oh, yeah. Fuck
3: yeah. Really fucking pretty. Mm-hmm. If you weren't outside, are We're so lucky, bro. If you weren't outside yeah,
1: we on that Saturday of that sunset, If you, people who saw it know what I'm talking about. If you weren't outside, yeah, you then know. you know what? You need to go outside more. You slept. Yeah. You fucking.
3: Why would you not be outside on a beautiful San Diego Saturday?
2: Dude, literally. I
1: don't know, especially with the weather wanting to act right now. You know. <laughs> yeah, finally. Yeah. Finally. It took like long enough. This last, like, the last week, two weeks, maybe.
3: Hey, speaking of tangerine, bro, I'm about to plug something. So me, um, prospect in Pacific Beach, and um, the homegirl Riza, she's a she's a fashion designer from San Diego. She's got a brand called We Risa. We're throwing a fat party on the 28th of July called Tangerine. We just fucking we just finished finalized the logo today. Richie helped me out with it. It's okay. crazy. I'm about to show you guys right now.
1: Will there be tangerines?
3: Yeah, there will be tangerines in full effect. This is <laughs> the.
2: Should we wear all orange?
3: Um that's on you. I I yeah. don't yeah.
2: This is like the logo
4: and shit. Alright, well while we're showing off Let's all that right? we're gonna play a song. Yeah, this is
1: kinda of like a mood for me. That orange looks tight. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a tangerine. <laughs> or <Wow>, tangerine, <laughs> bro. Wow, bro. <laughs> the tangerine looks clear, though. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I, I'm in
0: I'm working with designers all day and I clearly see vagina in the middle of it. Yeah. I see I vaginas. I didn't want to say uh, nothing. Yeah, exactly. I'm just see
1: power. Hey mis- I'm with you. I'm just you know, as long as
0: there's not a, me, yeah. Sorry bro, I just I look at porn all day I, I this
3: Hey bro, I think this one Yeah, that's why I did that Yeah, see I'm yeah. oh gonna oh
1: yeah, X- I mean, that's what an orange looks like I understand.
2: Mm. I'm back by You are now man. listening to The all time phenomenon I'm right, right now
1: See who, can't, see who can't hear the song right now.
4: Can you
0: hear it or not? It's my
1: mood right now. We're back, baby. Dice Roller Radio.
0: been a month. Got a lot on my
1: chest. Dice Roller Radio.
3: Been busy. Booked and busy. Yeah, we've been hella busy with this shit.
1: Before we get into this, I would like to just real quick get our intro going. I want to first thank everybody, uh, all our followers, our listeners. It's been a month, like I just said. Mm -hmm. We've been busy. Uh,
3: Everybody that tuned in to our uh, podcast with Energy, thank you. Thank Thank you. you I was about to say, yeah, we do have one interview recently
1: with uh, the Energy podcast with the homie Brian.
3: Yeah, our our last episode came out on the May 25th. May June July. so like July that. now. It was like
1: towards the end of May. I just looked it up. Yeah, it was a With uh, Giggin and yeah, and and, and Noosh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Just thank you, everybody. Um, even with the whole month hiatus, not posting anything, uh, people have been hitting us up on like Instagram, just being really supportive and uh, just you know pushing our our episodes out, and then just a lot of people have been coming. To, I don't know about you, but like just me and uh, people have been coming up to me in person, just just really positive shit to say, just, you know, saying that they've listened, they're listening to our shit, and yeah, uh, yeah. just, like, like the whole movement, the whole everything about it, so thank you, everybody, thank you to everyone listening on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, all that good shit, yep. thank you, guys. Thank you, you know. thank you. And, yeah, man, it's just real cool to have that genuine, like, connection with people, and, just you know, it's inspiring to just keep on going, because we could have stopped, you know, like, we went a whole month, and people... Yeah, well, I
3: We're mean, like, it's not like we weren't doing shit, bro. You've been, too. like, yeah, producing, engineering, true. True. working. I was, like, in Chicago fucking for, like, that whole weekend following the interview with Lil Noosh. And, like, being a hooligan. Yeah, being a full-blown ratchet. But yeah, to get good. I good. I mean, I, I released, like, a whole collab <laughs> in Chicago while I was out there. I got the DJ set at W. Yeah, you got a, whole, you
1: got a whole, new, uh, whole new line out right um, now.
3: Yeah, the pre-summer collection is out right now. Summer should be out soon, though. I mean, I know summer's already started, so... Yeah. But the collection out currently is pre-summer. Yeah. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, enough about us. How are you guys doing? Living it. We got some special guests Living here it, with mine. us today. Just, First of all, we are here in our second home, the illustrious rerun here <laughs> in Plaza Bonita. It's uh, It's like family here now. You know, they fuck with us heavy, let us do a couple episodes here now. One-stop shop for all the fly shit here. You know, not only for exclusive sh- uh shit that's hot right now. You know, they also got some shit that's local. No, they got
4: mad
3: local shit in here. Yeah. Shit our very own Rottweiler else, is in here. This is what makes San Diego Streetwear so special, honestly. I mean, stores like like Rerun, like Prospect, you know what I mean? Five yeah, and yeah. a Dime. That's like, and we all fuck with each other. That's like the dopest yeah. thing.
1: And I go by Will B, of course. Join with me always.
3: Stilo, Suave, Rottweiler. And all let our very special guests introduce themselves.
1: Go ahead, guys. Well,
0: and What's cracking, family? My name is Miles. i go by Miles Dokes. Let's you can follow Miles. me at Miles Dokes. you know. Um, yeah, you'll learn more about me as we go on. As we but go on. I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, uh, I, I'm a professional hat wearer. Let's say that. Hat wear. I yeah. fuck with that. Hey. I noticed that hats,
3: yesterday yeah. when I was talking to you. I straight up said that shit. I was like, no, you wear a lot of hats. Yeah. So like, yeah. And then you're I saw doing. your Instagram. I was like, this dude wears more hats than I even knew. Nah, cheers. <laughs> like his hats collection is crazy right that now. Yeah. Crazy. We'll get into that. What a,
2: smooth. That was like a smooth intro. Smooth. Thank you. sound real good in these headphones. Um, I'm Max, photographer.
4: Yeah. Extraordinary. Sh- photographer extraordinaire. Photographer <laughs> extraordinary. I
2: shoot with Eamon and Paid Off mostly. Shout our- out to so
4: paid,
1: yeah, paid Off. Paid
2: off was good. Oh uh, yeah. Uh
1: did you you recently did something with him, right? That was in uh I wanna say North Parkish. With Eamon? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we did some. Uh, oh, yeah, I made like a fake Nike ad.
1: Yeah, that one. I okay. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was tight. No, I, I, I thought, I literally legit thought he was, because he's got the true religion thing. And I was just like, oh, he's doing big shit. Oh, yeah, He's doing big shit. And yeah. then, like, to get the Nike thing, I was like, oh, dude. He's, he's then,
3: like, <laughs> done Reebok, too, hasn't he? He oh, did. New Balance? New Balance. He did New Balance, yeah. yeah. Yes. He's oh, out yeah.
2: here. He don't He don't tell people he's a model, but he's a model.
1: Shout out to that man, working hard. We see him. you friend of the show. How are you, How are we all doing here today? You know, we're a month off of the podcast hiatus. You know, I'm feeling good. Great. You know, I'm saying. Great. I
3: feel like people are still. Too, I don't feel like we skipped a beat with Ice Roller. That's not at all. Just, not at all. Yeah, just the know. anticipation for this episode right here with Miles and Max. Yo, Super you've been doing a this. lot.
2: It didn't. It didn't look like you guys were off. Really, you have just been busy.
1: Been busy. Booked and blessed. You know what I'm saying? Dude, Booked and busy and blessed. How dude, was that? My was friend
2: pulled up on you, huh?
4: Yeah, dude. <laughs> He's so
3: cool. Dude, that was fucking sick. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, Max told me about this. I was like, Max? I was like. Whole Foods? Oh my God! Always don't? <laughs> Whole Foods. Oh my God! We were I'm just we were just you talking man. about
1: we were just talking about on the she said that when Amon did his interview he shouted her it out, me out. I was and at he work. was like you know shout out Max shout out the North Park and Whole Foods or some shit <laughs> yeah. and she was like yo, I'm the only one that works there that's there's only one Whole Foods in Hillcrest or whatever
2: it's like my tag I guess
1: yeah
2: Max from Whole Foods who smokes that that's, that's crazy that there's only one
1: Whole Foods in Hillcrest I thought there'd be like mad like places there the OCD and shit. um but what's, what's how's your guys summer been so far what have you guys been doing anything oh fuck
0: like it's summer shit yeah. i've been working i don't
4: know
1: yeah well <laughs> i said right i know it's been hard with the the inconsistent weather and then just you know when you're busy just time goes by so fucking fast and you can't yeah. really stop and, and admire summer you know it's
3: yeah, hard yeah, yeah well that shit just started bro so we got plenty of summer ahead of us but yes yeah, so, okay i want to hear about your hats and i want to hear about your photos let's jump into that so you go you go first bro
0: uh, we'll bounce around here because like, I'm pretty sure that in the conversation we're going to be like, oh, this one time, so you know, just vibe with me for a second, right? Yeah. Um, uh, what do you want to know first? you want to know about the hats or you want to know about the summer? I want
2: to know about this hat that you're wearing.
0: Okay. Well, the hat that I'm wearing right now is the hat that my design agency made. Um, the That's design that. agency I work for is called BPM Media Group. And we're the creative behind a record pool called BPM Supreme. Yeah. Um, but anyways, I'm... I wear the project manager hat for that team, so I kind of oversee a lot of like, you know, making sure that shit gets done from beginning to end. Okay. And then on top of that, I'm also talking to clients. So Steele and I were talking about this yesterday because, like, that in itself is a bit of this hat is like in itself a representation of three different roles I got to play in that in that part. But um, yeah, uh, it's, I don't know. It's cool. I I mean. As far as, like, you know, the job is concerned, I started getting a little bit more, like, involved into an industry that I haven't really, like, you know, necessarily needed to learn about before. And it kind of, like, it's influenced from just being creative. So, in the past, like, I mean, the way that I got this job was not because I was a designer. I didn't get this job because, just because I'm a DJ either. Yeah. Um, I actually got this job just because I'm a professional human, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Feel me? So like when I first started off um like doing music and doing all that kind of shit uh it was really influenced by me wanting to make my own music. So I like learned the craft. I went to school for it. Went through a bunch of like processes just to like learn different things that inspired me. So okay. in all that was like, you know, music production, it was actually film, photography. Like I, I actually went to school for all that shit and then I cuz I didn't I was I was like I was basically doing all my schooling for free, living off financial aid and shit. Yeah. Fascinating. And uh, eventually when that shit ran out, I was like, okay, well, fuck school. So, yeah, I mean, I left. But I was most wood. Yeah. Right, yeah. But but I, I kept like all of that inspiration and then eventually because I was so knowledgeable on being able to just relate to the creative process, eventually um, uh, someone that I used to work with, him he was like, hey, Miles, do you want to come and work at this design agency? I'm like, I mean, what am I going to be doing? He's like, well, you just got to, like, sell the product and, like, talk to people and do this and that. So I was kind of like, all right, well, I mean, shit, I know how to talk to people. Let's just go in here and do it. And uh, so from, like, starting at just wanting to learn how to do something, like, back in school, to me learning to just wanting to be involved in that industry, it really took me, like, all the way to the finish line because now I'm working hand-in-hand with people like Jazzy Jeff or Batman Scoop. Um, No big deal. And it's cool because what a flex. Yeah. yeah, humble flex. And, uh, <laughs> and it's cool because like we're I, I went to school and I did this whole process trying to learn how to get into the industry one way. I ended up mm-hmm. you know just keeping at it and eventually I got into it in, in a field that I didn't even realize that yeah. I would be in. You know like three years ago, if you asked me like, hey, Miles, was we're gonna be doing in three years, I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna be like DJing and making music and all this other type of yeah, shit. I wouldn't yeah. be like, oh, I'm a project manager for a design agency. It kind of mm-hmm. sounds lame when yeah. you say no, that. that like either, like a right? big, that's no, that's like tight. That's dope. Job. That's
3: super dope, bro. Well, j- I'm going to ask you some questions, and I'm going to kind of do it in, like, the path that you just brought up, which is, like, um, you said you're at the finish line now. So you're calling, like, right now the finish line, which I know the present only leads to, like, you know, right. more more shit down the line. But, like, you going from, like, um, you know, going into school, being a dropout, and then, like, you know, finding your path into this, like, project manager role at this at the creative agency, BPM, Um, BPM... Media Group. Media Group, okay. So, like, I got a couple questions. One, like... um, And you can answer these, like, in your own way. But, like... um, one, I want to know where did you go to school at? Yeah. And then, like, I was going to ask you how long you've been now here with BPM, but, like, you said three years, so I kind of got that part. Mm-hmm. I know um, I've only
0: been with BPM for a year. Really? But, oh, for only a year? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, three years ago when I wasn't at BPM. I was working at Guitar Center, like, three oh, okay. years ago. Oh, okay. So, uh-huh. in that moment, like, I... Yeah, I kind of
3: wanted to ask you about that, too. Like, your other, like, maybe real world... Not real world, but, like, job experience before getting into that role and how you feel, like, maybe that aided into, like what you're doing now and maybe like some of the skills that you kind of gathered because I mean I heard Ryan telling me earlier that you like used to work with Zoomies yeah so like maybe how some of that shit like kind of flows into what you're doing now and like how that all plays a part into like you know your role as the project manager
0: I think that everything really is rooted in just the passion to want to create because I found that the more I learned the less I know and so every time I would pursue something new I would find out more about that industry that would kind of dictate my um pursuit of it Mm -hmm. and so one of the biggest things was like yeah uh, when i first when i graduated high school i went to benita vista high school actually I, i did that whole loop like there's some some people that like live in that little cluster of schools so they go to tiffany elementary then benita vista middle school then benita vista high school then southwestern college i was one of them yeah so
1: it's called the thirteenth grade. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I was in thirteenth grade for, for some, like two or three years and shit. But on those yeah. parts, we call that.
3: We hella called that shit thirteenth grade. 13th it's funny because my pops worked for Southwestern College. He's just retired like this week, and, like like think? fucking Thursday or Wednesday last week. It was his last day, and he'd been there for like. 20 plus years damn, type shit and like yeah I specifically didn't want to go to Southwestern because he worked there I was like no fuck that I'm gonna go to City College he Mm. was um like the coordinator for the small business International Trade Development Center for like you know
1: so you were motivated
3: everyone says that shit but I like (laughs) nah I went to City College I was like nah I don't wanna bump into my dad Mm. you know but yeah I hella took that shit for granted I, I should've like you know I actually, now I want him to be my accountant for Rottweiler. We'll see what happens. Ooh, He's man. like, no, nah, I'm going to take a vacation, on I was like, fuck, all right.
1: So I want to see no numbers or nothing <laughs> hey, for like yeah, a couple years. Hey, no, yeah. I'll get that back to you. Yeah, that's no,
0: crazy. That
3: but yeah, okay, continue, bro, my man.
0: I'll try to make it because, dude, honestly, like I can get into the details, but I'll try to just like, you know, land this plane real quick for you guys. Um, so when I graduated high school, I was still like – like uh ambitious and thinking that i could play sports still because like all throughout high school i wasn't involved in music at all i was once again like the more i learned the less i know so in high school i was like i'm gonna be a professional baseball player or Mm. something and then um out of high school once i got into college there's a lot of politics so i was like you know i'm not trying to do no bullshit just to be on the mound like i'm good and i know i'm good i'm not gonna you know suck some dick just to be on the field so thank you Thank you. (laughs) So I ended up leaving that, and I actually started trying to figure out what I wanted to do with myself because you know it's like you're 18, 19, you're like, what the fuck am I gonna do with my life? Like this is the start, and it's also interesting because you're you're definitely in a point in your time when you're like kind of still developing like your your goals and objectives. Yeah. Like you ask a 18 year old person like, what do you want to do in five years? They're gonna say some shit that's like, like
2: some crazy. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make movies.
2: I'm 18. I'm making movies
0: and well, Not making movies so in that moment <laughs> I was a like movie bro <laughs> <laughs>
2: my life is a movie
0: everyone's life is a movie that's dope um anyways uh it was cool because in that moment i i definitely had a very like humbling down to earth experience of like you know you can continue to be a, a wandering soul or you can make decisions to better the future of your life here on this earth and I mean because at that time I was like you know into philosophy and psychology I was like oh I'm gonna learn how to like understand a person's mind and mm-hmm. I guess this is where the whole professional human thing comes into play because I started studying like why do people get sad mm-hmm. you know what what causes them to be and like be depressed mm-hmm. and I started like kind of thinking about all this stuff I was like damn dude you know what I want to I want to learn how to be a psychologist or help people and shit. Yeah, yeah and then once again I learned something that I was like you know what I don't want to do that anymore yeah uh, I found out that in order for you to even become like a a PhD, whatever, and you gotta go to school for like ten years. And yeah. I was already like, dude, I'm over this shit. Yeah, so, yeah. anyways, cut that out. And then, literally, like maybe the same semester that I found that out, I figured out that Southwestern College has an eight million dollar recording studio. So, yes, I, do. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna just take a look. I ended up going through that entire program, becoming one of the interns with like the main director, and uh, I learned how to record music there. When like, you know, a year before that, I was still trying to figure out how the human brain works. And yeah. so, you know, I've gone through all of these different fields and learned so much that eventually I just kind of like I was that that game like Kinko or whatever. Like you see it on a like a price is right. They drop the ball and it hits all little things going down yeah. until you, well, you land in like a random Yeah. One. And it runs in like like a little spot. I feel like my whole process has been me just bouncing around to different fields until i I slowly start to narrow down into something that like makes me happy mm-hmm. oh yeah um but anyways uh so learn how to do all the music stuff and I was like alright I'm gonna be an artist but how do I need to do this so I started studying like the craft and learning that you know you gotta be a DJ so I started learning how to DJ Um, That's also when I was working at Zoomies. And I remember even when I was working there, I was like, this this is bullshit. I actually got hired at this one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I got hired at the one here at Plaza Bonita. Um, Everybody's worked at those. You know
1: what I'm
3: saying?
0: Hey. I
1: don't know. They
2: wouldn't hire me. (laughs) <laughs> Neither was San Diego. So. You either you
1: either applied and didn't get hired, or they hired you. That's yeah, just funny.
3: A... I worked at Active when I was like seventeen in the San Diego. Yeah,
1: you've worked. It's almost worked retail. At there's a recurring theme morning. here. <laughs> there's there's <laughs>
3: a recurring theme here. Well, see, it's bigger than that, bro. Because you telling me about school. Like, I actually, I mean, you know, I made clothes and shit. Like, I kind of showed you what I was doing yesterday. But, bro, I went to I went to San Diego State for sociology, psychology, and anthropology. So I'm saying. Like, I fucking went to school for like six years, dog. Like, yeah. I, I took like I took art classes and like. Like, hella, like, film classes, like, I took a bunch of electives, like, that was my goal, and then when I majored in those three subjects, it was actually, like, an interdisciplinary program where I, like, got to pick the three majors I wanted and pick the three classes, or pick the classes from within those majors, and just all I had to do was write an essay on, like, why I thought they all connected, and it was, like, the easiest fucking thing for me, but, mm-hmm. like... I don't know. I mean, school was like, I, I just told myself as long as I could study something interesting, like, I could do good in it. Mm, yeah. Psychology was actually, like, the worst shit for me. Like, ah. I got D's in that shit. Like, I almost like dropped out of school multiple times for, because of that. But I didn't have to take that many classes, so it was cool. But, yeah, man. I I definitely feel you on, like, that whole path. Because in high school, I thought I was going to go to, like, FITM or Cal Poly Pomona for mm-hmm. apparel merchandising and management like I already knew I wanted to do that shit and I don't want to talk about myself too long but like I had like I said I worked at Active worked at Forever 21 Nordstrom a bunch of boutiques downtown like right now where Bait is it used to be the attic mm-hmm. across the street from the attic there used to be Sporty LA mm-hmm. and then I would intern at, at like different shops like where Five and the Diamonds at now there used to be a shop called Headquarters it was ran by my homie Robert and he brought me in as like the main graphic design intern so I got to do that shit and, like, learn. I got to do graphic design and and do retail, like, all while I was in college. And I got to experiment using the shit I was learning in psychology, like, mm. on customers in the real world, like, yeah. trying to buy shit that I was hustling with, like, at fucking Nordstrom, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was selling jewelry and watches and shit and just telling, like, asking people, telling them they needed that shit, you know what I mean? Like, you don't fucking need
0: that shit. But, but it was all, like, inspired from yeah. your your drive to, like, expand your... Mind
3: and yeah. to learn more, and then eventually right. like and be in the fashion kind of world. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah
1: I think we all could relate to that. Like I'm sure everybody here, at like 18, like didn't know exactly what they want to do. So yeah. like they were just like I'm gonna do this and hope that yeah. it sticks. You know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? And then you know every 18 year old is like after the fact once you get out of the institution that's high school. Yeah, and then you start seeing like the real world and shit. And then that's where you start, like, getting into your feelings and Like, you were just describing <laughs> yeah. yourself, like, I want to know what makes people sad. Like, you don't think about that shit in high school too much. Because yeah, no. you're just like, oh, party this, party that, sports, this and that. Yeah. But so I feel the- like you
3: find more, like, younger people yeah. these days, like, with more, like, clinical depression and shit like that. It's kind of bizarre. A, like, I
2: really think it's the phones and I the it's so media. I think yeah. It just teaches you to isolate yourself even more. It's and like not- we were
3: talking about, like, being outside more. You know what I mean? Like, oh, get outside. It's fucking Saturday. The beautiful sunset, weather. Yeah. Like, nah, people be staying inside and shit. And I feel like that really fucks them up. The- age I mean, of info is a degree. gift and a curse, bro. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But see, I mean, it's also different because you guys were talking about, like, you played sports, you played baseball. It looked like, seems like you I played, played softball. baseball. Softball. I, played softball. Sure. I know you played sports. You played football and shit. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, like, I didn't really play no sports. Like, I played sports freshman year. And then, like, every other summer after that, I got either a job or an internship. Like, I got my, my first job when I was 15, so I was a sophomore. That's the... And then, like, every summer after that, um, I would just like work. I just got different jobs, or I would just work for free, just doing internships and shit, learning about computers, learning, working. That might working have helped you
1: uh, smoothen that transition, like, as far as like. While yeah, you're going to, to school Like you're not thinking About sports And all this other shit That like people yeah. Are consumed by Yeah I know was what consumed by yeah. softball I yeah, actually I met her You're consumed by that And yeah. yeah. then like All the things that it comes with Because there's like The, the acceptance There's the notoriety Of it all And yeah. there's like just Well see cause I, I went to that.
3: like a I went to Marion So you guys might know Where like mm. modern day is at now yeah. But like I went oh, to yeah. Marion Catholic Like back in IB Like back when it was Still over there And that was freshman year And that school was a lot smaller When I transferred to Mar Vista Like middle Like, the beginning half of, like, the first semester of of sophomore year and shit. Like, I didn't really know too many people. Everybody that was already in sports, like, seasons had already started. People already knew each other. Mm. There was, like, there was fucking politics and that shit already. And then the coaches didn't know me, so they were fucking dicks to me. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking play for you. That's how it goes, usually.
1: You know what I mean? But,
3: I mean, they were just tough on everybody. I kind of just took that shit personal, you know? But whatever. I mean, I... I wasn't mad about not playing sports. It worked out. I had bread. I got to fucking... I was so, the flyest kid <laughs> in school. I got fucking most, best dressed, like, senior year. I and was shit. the flyest
1: yeah. one. I made up for it. I feel it. So, I come full circle with you, though. Um, so, with everything that you dipped and dived into, it, it allowed you to just, like, be a open-minded person. to so where now you're yeah. accept, you accepted where you're path is right now basically yeah
0: i i feel like at this point i've just learned so much that if you were to ask me like hey Miles, can we do this or hey do you want to do this i m- most likely the answer is yes yeah. and uh a recurring thing that i that i'm very prideful of is like when someone says hey can we make this or can we do this i was like we can do whatever the fuck we want yeah. because we have the tools we have uh, the yeah. knowledge and so yeah. um yeah like i mean once again uh going from like working at zoomies and being fucking demotivated to to fold a t-shirt to then want to go out to DJ mm. made me quit Zoomies. I was like, All right, I'm gonna go be a DJ. But yes, I actually failed as a of. DJ because I wasn't making enough money. And it was, it was, it's weird because when you start taking your passion and turning it into your job, the creativity starts decreasing. And so I found that there's a lot of pressure on me to produce and to make like great tracks and to not just do that, but you know, as, as an individual artist you are not just the artist, you're also the marketing, you are the designer, you are the booker, you're the management, like you're everything. Mm-hmm. And so that was a task that at at that time, I was probably like 20, 21 or something like that. And it was just not something that I had, I had anticipated being able to take on. Yeah. So I ended up going back to work at guitar center just to keep my shit going. And, uh, Taking all my knowledge with me because dude, people go in there and be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm working on a film, but I don't know how to do this. I'll be like, all right, you need this kind of camera, you need to do this, you need to do that, and because like a shit that I knew. So eventually, uh, I was able to expand on that knowledge, and then someone was like, yo, this guy knows what the fuck is up. Let's let's hire him over at this agency that we're starting, and then Sada No, that's
1: real cool, and like I said, it's, it's super like relatable, like everything that you're saying, because like I'm I'm like looking. Just going based off my, like, life and experience, you know, coming out of high school, like, I'll you know, I'm trying to play sports, didn't work out, get into music, um, go to these different routes, go to school for music, too, and then land a job in, like, hospitalities, do that whole thing, and then I finally get an AV gig with, you know, with the company I told you I'm with right now. So all that, in a span from, like, I graduated in 2012, mm-hmm. 2019, six, seven years later. It's, it's, it is it's crazy where you, like, could land and see yourself just, you know, if you go based off of just dealing with the cards you're dealt with mm-hmm. and uh, just having that motivation to just not settle, I guess. You know what I'm saying? So Dude, I, I have
0: a major appreciation for you as well because as soon as I saw these PSAV slaps, I'm like, I know what the fuck this is. And, you know, sometimes yeah. you'll be at a gig and even though the show's over, you're still there wrapping cables or... Oh, but I've done pushing boxes
1: like you. Yeah, I've done I've done <laughs> shit that people probably would not do. But, but you I get paid like, good for it. You get paid industry. good for it. Yeah. yeah, but you know, there's just the the lay, some of the labor is kind of fucking ridiculous. But I mean, hey, I like my play. Hey, Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so, hey, out to, shout to, out PSAV. But, what shout, up? The, <laughs> shout out to the the squad. Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, that, that's great. That's a great story. And then, like how I like how we're all athletes here now. Especially except, except you, David. Sorry, but
4: yeah. <laughs> Let's go shoot some moves, bro. you want to shoot some moves, <laughs> Let's go all right.
1: Go. I'm, I'm trash down. at basketball. You play, you play, I'm, like, trash trash. You play softball, you said? I play
2: softball, yeah. What position? I was middle infield.
1: Okay, okay. And you played uh, all throughout high school, too? Uh, I
2: started – I played, like, Little League, and then I, I like, stopped because my parents weren't together, and right. I wanted to see my dad. So I just stopped playing, and then I started playing again my sophomore year, and I just didn't stop until – I played at Mesa. It sucked. It I was an awful experience. Time. That's where I learned about a really bad leader. I don't even care if that's throwing shade. But I met my friend Christina, who's here. She's tight. Shocked,
1: Christina. And then uh, hey.
2: I actually moved to Iowa for a year with my boyfriend. And that shit, like, flipped my world upside down. How was um, that? What
3: was that?
1: Culture oh shock?
2: Yeah, it oh. was crazy. People, like, people just stared at me all the time. Lived in this little-ass town called Oskaloosa. What were you doing Shout out, there? out What was I doing? I was working at a coffee shop.
1: When you say small town, I'm always curious because we've had people say they live in the small towns. How, ma- how many people, like, what's the population of out. the small? Is this like like scary movie small town or like. Loki. Okay. Uh,
2: 11,500. Like, I'm going to scream and no one's going to hear well, 11,000. Like, 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 it's the set
1: of like it. Two like, and a half
3: high schools, bro. I know. It
2: was. It was really, really small and like high half, school
1: rivalry, small town. Like, Dan like, like some real shit. Yeah. So
2: apparently, I don't know if this is true, but apparently, the biggest mess, meth bus was in that town, like oh, wow. in America. Then
1: was it like Ozark or some shit?
2: Uh, dude, it was it's... just like cornfields and like the one I worked at the one coffee shop in the middle of town that everybody went to every day. Like every day, it's weird. Um, mm. It's yeah. a lot. It's time goes by really slow out there, but it really made me appreciate San Diego obviously
4: I yeah, I imagine.
2: i've never been in negative degree weather all, out there.
4: Well, why,
3: why would you what was the point of going out there if you don't mind me asking no, i, like, I'll tell
2: you, I after, just said her boyfriend <laughs> well, nah, yeah, yeah, well yeah yeah but no nah, okay so after mesa i had stopped playing softball and then i was like i'm gonna go to NYU. i'm gonna go there and then i like made this trash-ass music video <laughs> it was awful is it like, on
1: youtube at all no nah, it's nowhere yeah. it's
2: deleted it's burnt <laughs> it's gone one no, will ever see it but Darn. i got rejected and i was like well I guess I'm going to Iowa, about to go find myself. And then I I did. You found yourself. That's a crazy place to go find yourself. Yeah. Well, my boyfriend had one more year, so I was like, whatever. But that's where I got my film camera. This was the first film camera that I had. And then it was just the look I've always wanted that I never could find. And that's why I stopped shooting. I've, like, shot all throughout, like, middle school and high school. Oh, okay. And I was like, damn, I'm trash. Like, you just don't have it. I just don't have it.
1: So you got into taking photos of going to Iowa basically yeah well i
2: was i've taken like every art class you could take and i like took photo in high school and i met one time zach cordner i don't know if you know who that guy is he's like a photographer he shot he was like one of the first people to shoot daft punk in america quote unquote but that's
1: fucking crazy
2: he's hella cool he like came in and i met him and i was like damn i could do this like i'm really good at like creating a relationship with somebody yeah and he he said he would go to all his shoots and have his friend who did that and i was like that could be me I suck at shooting, but I'm so good at talking to people. No, okay. Respect. And then, yeah, and then I, just like, like a professional human. Like, professional human. Creating relationships, relationships with people is so important. And, like, I feel like a lot of artists really lose that social side of stuff. And, like, that really hinders you from growing. Just from just, learning from yeah. people and from sharing and, like. Just networking, basically. Yeah, it's, it's so good to meet people. But, yeah, so I met him, and then I kind of gave up on it. And then I picked up this camera, and then I just shot my friends out there. And then I came back to San Diego. I was only out there for a year. And I met, um, I had met Eamon before I left. Mm. But I came back and my cousin's his DJ. You know Rodney? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my cousin. Hell and yeah. he, they were like, so you want to get in the game, huh? You want you want to come with us? And I was like, yeah, I'll just come <laughs> hang out. Like, just tell me when to come and I'll be there. And then I just kind of joined and I'm kind of like the mom. I kind of just, like, make the itineraries, tell them where we got to be. Like, try to keep everybody in one area. And You then need that,
1: though. Because, I mean, you got, like, you let, you let <laughs> yeah. the rapper in charge of the DJ exactly. or, the, or the, you know, producer shit or whatever. Show. <laughs> it's it'll such be a, a shit, shit show. show yeah. yeah. Like, I, I would have to that.
2: literally have to get everybody together. And then I kind of, like, I would just shoot every now and then. And then um, AB, Adrian Blevins, I'm going to say his last name. <laughs> he, like, really helped me learn about film. And then I was like, all right, cool. Hey, and yeah, then.
3: He pulled up to the episode with Kyle or three hours ago. Yeah, in, in he's yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: His His website just went live today. Did he move? Um, he's from Temecula, but he's about to go to Texas.
3: Yeah, I've seen that. I'm not
2: really sure for how long, but he'll be out oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's hella cool. He taught me a lot it's about stuff. cool, film. though, having
3: the satellite homie that's just, like, out in the out in fucking space, like, yeah. out, out in the world.
1: So do you think if you didn't move out there, you wouldn't have gotten into photography Yeah,
2: I played softball out there for a year and it made me really depressed but uh-huh. it fucking taught me that I could work and I could work harder than anybody next and to that's, me I it did that's, that's
1: the silver lining with sports I think in general with throughout everything you, whether mm-hmm. you suck or you're good scholarship no scholarship it, it, it gives you a foundation one of the things I'm grateful for for football is that like you know obviously no one's built to play football th- like that you know what I'm saying but like we do it anyways because it's a great sport and it teaches you a lot in my opinion so, like, it, it just gives you a foundation of just discipline and just, yeah. you know, work ethic and all that. And, that, I mean, you can say that about any sport, you know, softball, basketball, or whatever it is, baseball, mm. however you want to put it. Um, but, no, that's, that's, that's good. And, I I mean, I hear that, but it's for both, with, with both of you just, like, you know, talk about your past in sports that you've allowed yourself to still adapt to some kind of work ethic to oh, just yeah. keep, keep pushing and shit. So, that's, that's
4: dope.
2: I learned a lot about leadership, and that really, yeah, oh yeah. that really changed me the most. I did a little bit of like finance when I went to Mesa, and it was definitely not for me at all. I like couldn't stand it, but they made us like talk to people and learn how to talk to people and like get their interests, and that really just helped me like like I said, build relationships and move forward. But I kind of like back to what I was saying. I joined Paid Off, and when I was with Paid Off, it was kind of a transitioning, like just time for us because AB was doing more LRG stuff. So then I kind of, I just happened to step in at the time where I had, I could use the camera and I was like, all right, let's get it. Yeah. And it was cool. I met, um, I had went to, with Eamon to The Deposits. I don't know if you've seen his video, Deposits. It was from the Diego album that True Love did. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, I saw saw that video.
2: That was right by Eric Swagginson. Yeah, or yeah. Stevenson, you've seen his show. I've seen yeah. that video. He's yeah. totally cool. I, and I worked with him. Like
1: that was the blue face thing you did, right? Yeah, I did. The,
2: a, yeah, I did the blue face thing, and that's how I got it was from him because I had worked with him on like four videos, and that's where I met you at yeah, the Rossi yeah. video. I think
3: we met one time before that, but definitely at, at Backseat was when we like met. Yeah. Right?
2: Where did I meet you before?
3: Um, I don't quite remember, but I definitely I be stoned all the time. I, yeah.
2: I'm sorry. It's all good. No, I, yeah, I just remember is. like
3: <laughs> your face or something.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. we were we were at your show. Yeah, we were at your show. Yeah, at the before. dice roller show. Yeah.
3: I remember that. Yeah. That was the night literally the night before
2: yeah. so you guys showed. were at yeah, the, yeah.
1: the, the we brewery. Up. The one yeah. year anniversary, yeah. Oh shit. Okay, dope. Well, what would you guys think of it? I always, it was like sad. ask people. It
2: was fun. I mean we pulled up late because did I work?
1: Did you see any performances?
2: Uh yeah, we saw <laughs> we saw Rossi. <laughs> we saw Rossi.
1: Did you see my drunk self yelling? Up at the stage at all? You're belligerent, bro. All you belligerent stuff. Just trying to be a gracious host, bro. What you you were, mean?
2: Yes. I was like, Yo, what's what up,
1: everybody? Do? Thank you for coming out. Let's
4: go. Don't be a weirdo. Buy a t-shirt. Don't be a weirdo.
1: <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> no, we were. I was <laughs> said that, and I was just like, and then I, I saw it on video, and I was like, I wonder if what people would think. I would like, buy a
2: shirt if you said that. Don't be a weirdo. I was I like, Yo, don't be a
1: weirdo. Like... Buy our merch. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> so I ah, fuck it. I Hey, no, all the all the Pink Panther, or were Panther shirts Panther were sold, shirts sold out, out. Yeah, and then we sold yeah. a grip of the of the Dice shirts. So hey, yeah. you know what? Sometimes you gotta be aggressive. You with have the to. approach. A gorilla marketing, <laughs> right there. Don't be a weirdo. <laughs> Don't be yeah. a fucking weirdo. You would have got me. everybody. That's
2: like I feel like that's such a San Diego thing. Don't be a fucking weirdo. I was just
1: on a high vibe because just like it Dude, just turned out. It was like our so, birthday, bro. Yeah, like that was just like the greatest turnout I could have dreamed of. Like you had this. pink hair.
2: I did. I
4: had pink
3: hair. Yeah, I had just got a haircut. We gotta
1: have okay. a we have have to mood a mood calendar of of his hair colors. Oh, yeah, my hair, oh, it's like, what mood, are you, what mood? What uh, mood of Stilo are you? Are you pink hair Stilo? Are I'm about, about to be that velcro
3: strip green, bro. Mm. I love that. Are yeah. you are you are you, <laughs> che- are you cheetah color? Are
1: you are you fucking what? Cheetah print? Didn't you have some shit like?
3: Cheetah print, cheetah like, print is hard as fuck to do. Yeah, I think you gotta bleach that shit and then dye it black or brown or whatever. I don't think you can just go do it the other way. Oh yeah, facts. Oh, yeah. You know how to do that shit or what? Let's do you like super down. Right i was <laughs> thinking about that yeah because i mean my shit's perfect right now i just gotta tone it and then we can do cheetah leopard whatever are
2: you gonna do it a color or are you gonna do it brown
3: well i was gonna do that green you can do a green cheetah no. oh i didn't even think
4: oh, about that neon, cheetah? Neon oh, cheetah. and then black like yeah, black, black spots, spots. yeah, yeah. Black yo neon
1: ne- neon cheetah hair would be next neon level bro. i don't know you have to tap in with that. <laughs> I'm going to tap in with Seb.
3: I'm going to tap in with Jimmy Panthers, bro. I'll be the Neon Cheetah. You go, go, in a, go
1: in a room with a black light, bro. That would be fucking sick. It sounds do like that. a dope artist name.
0: Neon Cheetah. The neon oh, Cheetah. You guys Is listen to Neon EDM? Cheetah? Yeah. Uh-huh. Neon Cheetah. I don't know. It could be. It could also be like a metal metal group. Like, oh, yeah, Neon Cheetah. It like, sounds like a fucking EDM festival.
4: EDM it sounds festival. like it's an EDM festival. Yeah, yeah. It yeah anything with neon. It
1: neon. Yeah. Neon Cheetah held at fucking Bay for San Diego Bay. Dude,
2: I hella want to do, like, an installation for, like, a – that was right. Um, I want to make, like, a neon forest, like, oh, just for, tight. like, a show – like, for anything. I mean, I just want to make an installation of it. But, like, I just – I really like plants, and I really like lights. So I was like, let's fucking make this. So I'm, I've been writing it out. It's forming. It'll was, happen soon.
1: I was going to ask, like, so, where do you guys – so we, you both create shit, or you guys, you know, you take pictures, you make music. Where, where do you guys get? your creativity from, like, what what gets you guys going to want to get shit going?
2: Shit I used to like, punk. Uh, I used to go to a lot of shows at Soma. I thought I was yeah, email. Soma, I wasn't yeah. that cool, though. Soma's a I had, great like, place. A bowl cut. Mm. But mm. just things I used to like when I was younger. I noticed that I'm, like, obsessed with telling stories and just wishing people were with me. And, like, because of that, that's why I take photo. Okay. Like, I will, I can paint you a photo of what I did, or I could just show you.
1: Just show you. Yeah, yeah.
2: so that's right. where I pull from. Things that I... Other artists that inspire me. I really liked art history, so I study a lot of art history. You can't, don't ask me about it now though, because I can't tell you. Do
1: you go to the museum a lot?
2: No. <laughs> I did when I was in school and I had art history, but I was just like obsessed over it.
3: Hell yeah. i Me mean, too. I collect art books. Like I got like a Da Vinci book, a fucking. Love. Yeah, I just got a MC Escher book, and I got a book by Ansel Adams. With really? The black and white film mm-hmm. photographer. That's dope. Yeah, just like just on Saturday at Kobe's. That's dope.
2: That's fucking dope. Yeah. I need
3: more. I got a Salvador Dali book. Love. That's, like, one of my favorites. That
2: and was nice. an interesting time in art. I love this it.
3: This thick-ass, like, this thick-ass fucking just, like, art history book, like, of, the like, the last millennia or some shit. It's, like, literally, like, a thousand years of, like, art history. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, one of my favorite paintings in it, which is by, um, uh, Giorgio De Chirico. He was, like, um... He was, like, a surrealist, like, painter. Like, I think he was, like, very, like, contemporary with, like, Salvador Dali. And the painting is called, it's called uh, The Soothsayer's Recompense. And basically what that translates to is, I mean, it's, like, English or whatever, but it just means, like, the fortune teller's, like, regret and it's just but the that's pic- interesting yeah the picture is just like this like s- like marble statue of like a woman in like this town i guess the town is like a real place and like all he did was paint this town from like different angles like for his whole like career mm-hmm. and it was like all very similarly styled like i'll show it to you but it's very yeah. like soft colors and like there's just like this little weird clock tower that's like the most detail in like the whole painting and then there's like a train and you kind of see like smoke like Billowing like out of the train, but it's like kind of behind a wall. Mm. It's weird. It, like, it, like I'm interested. I think I yeah. know what picture you're I would like about. to see. Yeah, that. you might. You might. I'll show yeah. it to you. I'll show it to you guys. But,
1: yeah. What about you, buddy? We got anything that inspires you? I
0: would say anything and everything that resonates positivity. Um, it's kind of cool because, uh, like I, I'll when I first started making music, it was like, okay, what is something that I can throw in there that people are gonna hear and they're gonna they're gonna relate to or identify with? Because I was making like a lot of shit that was just you know my own influence and it sounded cool it was dope but i started once again like just kind of like learning throughout the process i I started figuring out like you know you have to have um you know style or a theme something that people can 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 grasp onto um and so that's why a lot of djs or producers rather let me say producers start off in their career by making a lot of remixes is because when you're doing a remix, if you can get that onto, like, you know, um, if if you can get support from a a traveling or touring festival DJ, then they're playing your work for millions of people. And if someone's listening to that mix, they're going to be like, oh, who the fuck is that? And then it happens to be like, oh, that's my remix. So um, that type of shit, like trying to find something that identifies with the masses, but in a positive manner. Because, like, for example, I got inspired maybe, I don't know, like two years ago, to use a bunch of, like, 90s samples or, you know, okay. so, like, things that identify with kids born in the 90s because, yeah, right, right, 90s? That's 90s? 94. 94. I find so much
2: music from mixes. Cheers. I've experienced so much from SoundCloud. and, live on it.
0: But it's because, like, in those experiences, you end up finding something that you maybe had no idea about and they put you on game and it's really oh, yeah. cool because sometimes it's like, oh, damn, this person is just coming up and so you're able to to kind of, like, catch them on the ride. I feel
2: so tight. I heard right? Bryson Taylor, like... Before he, everybody was like on his shit in a mix, and mm. I was like, "How do I know this song?" Yeah, it was from Selection. I've learned so much I, from Selection. I was just about to say, I, I was like, "Do
1: Selection probably put me on to Bryson, smino He put me on to who else? Fuck, I think it was, I think they played a Lucky Day. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a song that I then I got into Lucky Day. If mm. you guys don't know, they put Lucky me on Day, so played, much. Me yeah, sure. same. And then like I like. I, like I, I've always like loved that sound because like I f- I fuck with like Cajunada heavy love so when I when I listen to him and then I I listen to uh, selection a little bit and I was like oh these are kind of the same vibes that yeah. dude gives me but then they would like put you know the music on there on that note too so you got like this like house vibe that's like really chill shit yeah. and then you got like you know they be putting some music. funk and they'll yeah. put like current
2: stuff and then they'll be like funk and then stuff from like ninety two point five and you're like I think, I'm into yeah. this I don't know how you got here but I'm into it.
1: And you, what's cool like is like you don't but know like what they're this. gonna play <laughs> yeah. either. You don't even know what they're never, gonna play because it's never. like they have these like three hour long mixes and it's just like all on SoundCloud or whatever, and they don't have like the track list or yeah. anything. So you're just listening the fucking vibes for like three straight hours, not skipping it or nothing. Yeah,
2: never. So, I used to edit like everything to selection. I mean, I, I still do. I really like Esta. He's from Temecula.
1: Esta, yeah. You, or, know, you know, know, what Esta is? Is?
2: And yeah. then, um, Jero Vandal, he's from the Netherlands, or something like that. Those are my two favorite Selection DJs. We had
1: an episode with, uh, Abjo. Uh, tight. I was, like, what, three, four episodes? Yeah, ago yeah, or yeah. Like He's that. tight. Very recent. Yeah, he's, like, Abjo. from
2: Southeast San Diego, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He's tight. He's That's a real tight. cool guy.
1: Yeah. And he was, like, putting us up, up on game about Selection and, like, the whole start of it. Because he's, like, really good friends, he said, with, like, uh, Andre, Andre Power. Power. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, But, yeah, man. Selection is dope. And then, um, sorry, I'm really thirsty. Nah, Powers okay.
2: from here, right? He's from San Diego?
3: Um, He might be from like Mesa or like Scripps Ranch or some I'm shit. Sure. But, or either that. Well, he told me that uh, I've just told us that, that they were in art school together. I think maybe at the Art Institute, in, if I'm not mistaken. yeah,
2: like that. That's right.
1: Well, he was also yeah. telling that like a lot of this shit started here. Like a lot of this yeah, stuff yeah, but, like, yeah. the beginning stuff.
3: Was he saying that was it Esta that, or not? Maybe not Esta. Was just it like Joe K that had the, yeah, the show at Bluefoot? One yeah. of them had like a. They did a lot like of shows
1: a, at like Bluefoot and like yeah, that they had a couple like a residency there at
3: Bluefoot. And I was like, damn, like fucking North Park had it like that. Like at a time, like there was a time when that shit was probably like, now looking them dope. doing their own fucking own cracking, venues and shit. cracking.
1: That's
3: dope as fuck. But yeah, man, hell yeah, shout out Selection, dude. They're fucking huge, and like just the fact that they have it's a fucking started. San Diego chapters, is wild lit, They put you know me so mean?
2: on. On um, I went to this thing called B Street Weekend like mm-hmm. a few years ago with. My homie, she's like a graphic designer. She's always like encouraged me to be an artist, and like shoot, mm-hmm. she was one of my first shoots. She took me to B Street Weekend. It's like a French magazine, and I learned like so many artists. I saw Joe K with like twenty people. People mm-hmm. were leaving. There was like twenty of us in there, and he put me on so much, so much music. I saw Esta. I think that's when I first heard of Jr. Jarris, mm-hmm. who's from San Diego. Yeah, 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 yeah. is. And I was like, what the fuck? Like Andre Power, all these people. It was so tight. I met Esta. I was like, I was like. Like seventeen or something, I was like fangirling. I was embarrassed. Yeah, you know, I have a right. really ugly picture with him, but whatever.
4: Everyone, fan,
1: <laughs> but whatever. Fan, everyone fangirls <laughs> like, at that's some my point. Boy. I remember I, I low key fangirled the like Dom Kennedy at, outside I the would. Supreme store in L.A. one time.
2: Duh.
3: I, I know, like, bro. It was so hard not I was to like, fan out when I saw him on Friday.
1: Yeah, pro- we got we got to hey, get into that shit what's too. That? <laughs> Yeah, this guy, um, this guy took a yeah. sick ass picture, of Dom. He had a poncho on and everything.
3: Yeah, those are tight. Swap meet, Dom, bro. Classic swap meet outfit, Dom. That shit was crazy. I mean, I've seen him multiple times. I ran into him at the Hundred store, like when I was a kid. I remember fucking tripping out because it was like him and Nipsey Hussle, like Damn. just chilling at the hundreds on Rosewood and like Fairfax. Yeah. And R.I.P. Nip. And I mean, I yeah, R.I.P. Yep, yeah. Nip, bro. And I, I've seen, shit. I've been to so many Dom shows in San Diego, bro. Like Soma. Up Porter's in all pub. of them, too. dude. Um, yeah. uh-huh. My
2: brother's friend threw that show. I think. Him at uh, Soma. Tyler, he works the at the Travelers get Club. Home safely one. His. I don't even. I just remember being in middle school and like my brother saying like, "Oh, my homie Tyler's about to throw this show. We're about to go see this. Don Kennedy at Soma." I was like, super emo. I was like. Why is Soma doing a rap show? Yeah, like f- so mad.
3: The first time I, I the seen the first Kendrick time at Soma. <laughs> yeah, crazy. know, I think I seen the whole Black Hippie at Soma. Yeah, but him. the first time I seen Dom was at this place called Decos, or Bel- I think it's called Decos, and it was like where McFadden's was. It's like right oh, next to like the, the where the TGI Friday used to be, like in Gaslamp. Like where it was like an underage club, like on Thursdays or some <laughs> shit like that. And I seen it was Dom Kennedy, pac Div, and Tehran. Who like Taran and Aomari, they got this song with J.R. Jarrett's out right now. This shit's fire. It's like a house music record. He's but, dope. But yeah, dude, like, I don't know. That shit was such a long time ago. And like, yeah. I mean, the, the when I saw him on Friday, it was um 24 hours. We're shooting a music video for his single right now. Um uh it's called Back Out. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's featuring Ty Alystein and Dime Kennedy. And I no just like Yeah, I just I was just, you know, it, it's funny because Ty like, a rock star. They were like yeah. this fucking close to just like Finishing the shoot, like, no Dom in it. They were like, fuck it, if Dom doesn't show up, we're not going to put this video out. Like, this dude showed up, like, the sun, like, had just set. So, you know how, like, there's just, like, a little bit of light, like, Mm -hmm. after that happens? Mm -hmm. And that's basically all the light that they had to shoot it with. And, like, he just pulls up. Like, he's probably there for, like, 20 minutes tops. Mm -hmm. He runs through his verse, like, three times. And then... When they were, like, done, done, him and 20 were just talking. I was like, bro, you guys mind if I take a picture of you guys? And they were just like, yeah. And I took one, like, fucking portrait. landscape, real quick. Boom, boom. It's like, thank you. Peace. You know? Yeah,
2: that's tight. They just bounced.
1: I, I wonder like, how oh, he's bro. doing. It's just crazy. like with, you know, the whole nip hustle thing. He's
3: probably fucking
1: distraught. R. P.
2: Mac Miller. Him too. Very, yeah. very sad about that. Did you see that interview with Schoolboy where he, like, cried? Which, uh, yeah, I saw dude, it. Dude, yeah. That hurt my feelings.
1: Yeah, I was, I was kind of sad very about sad that about too. Mac Miller. I'm sorry about both because I, I, I fucked with both heavy.
2: I took pictures at Nipsey's store. They
4: were sick. Oh, they were sick. I was looking at those today. Yeah, I yeah. think I'm
2: gonna get those printed and uh, like I give some, My cousin was like so hurt by it. I'm pretty. I'm, I'm out to put them on I'm a just canvas. I'm Put it in his room. I I'm cry. I look. He
1: cry every time I hear, uh, like, Victory Lap because I feel like that's how I feel about Max album too. I just feel like Victory so Lap I and mean. and racks in the middle. We're just and even like the like the DJ Khaled feature and I don't know if you guys heard Mustard's new album and you he heard his it, yeah. you heard his verse and I was just that shit hurts everything from Victory Lap to Mustard's album it just all sounds perfect for his like as if he like kind of premeditated his exit mm-hmm. if that makes sense not to be weird or anything but it just sounds like because if you listen to Swimming and then after the fact that you know with him, you just kind of hear it and you're just like this dude sounds like he's just accepting like whatever comes at him at this point it just sounds like someone like someone that's just coped with and dealt with everything and whatever happens happens and i'm he's just had this the the sound of the album just sounds like
3: as cliche as it might sound bro i listen to ready to die like all the fucking time in my car like all the time i listen to that album and it's just like that's that's basically how it sounds It's like Sky's who, the limit bro is just Someone who's just like Yeah Already ready to die Like they, there's nothing Sky's nothing the limit is one of
1: those One of those songs That like Like I don't know Like with Biggie shit You're talking about Ready to die Like Biggie's the album Big right? okay, yeah. okay okay I was about to say um, But yeah Sky's the limit Just sounds like a perfect And like exit song And that's how I feel like With the uh, Yeah with the Mac al- The whole album Sounds like an exit album And the Nipsey shit Mm-hmm. Like, that, must, that Mustard feature, like, i oh, fucking look. He, like, teared up a little bit towards the end. Because it had, like, these strings yeah. and guitars and shit on it. Like, they definitely built the beat around his mm-hmm. verse a mm-hmm. little bit. But, yeah, it was crazy. But, yeah, rest in peace to all those guys. Had a little cool little segment with them.
3: <sighs> yeah, rest in peace to the legends, bro.
4: Hello.
1: So, if you guys, if someone were to ask you some advice, I'll start with you. Um... Like if anyone were asking you advice to get into like what you're doing right now what what's something that you would say
0: um, well I say, ask questions always yeah respect everyone's time,
1: big facts
0: um. Remove, un- oh, and in order to be successful in anything, you have to have patience, mm. passion, work ethic, and you must remove your ego.
1: Nice. Yeah.
2: I retweet that. Yeah, that's great. Retweet. That's
1: like some super direct, like if people were, I want. I wanted to get into like when you guys said like you're a professional human, we'll get into that after. But like, I, I kind of feel what you guys mean by that. But what about you, if you had advice?
2: Advice? Um, the answer is always no until you ask. That, that has taken me through, like, I've had the craziest experiences because I'm like, I was scared and I was like, nah, fuck that. Like I'm just, mm. What are they going to tell me? No. That's it. Um, you kick the
1: door down sometimes. I feel like this yeah. is a, that's
3: something you have to, like, con- kind of constantly be reminding yourself. All the time. You know what I mean? I tell myself he, that all the time. Because literally, I was telling Rossi, I was like, dude, I want to take a photo with him. He's like, Go fucking take a photo. He said, like, "Go ask like what." I yeah. was like, "Fucking right, all mm-hmm. right, fuck." Like,
2: just. you need that homie to be like, "Hey just guys, can I take
3: a picture?" Like, fuck that like, shit. It was lucky, stressful. It's, you It's
2: know? it's scary. Like, I mean, okay, so I did that blue face video, and like, yeah. I was so anxious that I was gonna get there, and they're gonna be like, "Nah, you can't come on set." I don't know why. There was nothing that whatever. Like, mm. Eric invited mm. me, and he co-directed it, so like, I was in there no matter what. But mm. I was scared to pick up my camera, and I was like, "I don't give a fuck." They, there's four other people here with cameras. You're in front of a camera. You want my picture. I don't give a shit if you don't know who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. But, yeah, the answer is always no until you ask or whatever I said. And then um, I learn from everyone. Every single person that I talk to, I learn something. Yeah. Um, I try to be a better listener because I'm super overwhelming when I talk about something that I love. So I've been really just listening to you right now about everything. So thanks Cheers. for all yeah. the advice.
1: Oh <laughs> am glad we made this happen. There we yeah. go. <laughs>
2: i know i had like a pretty similar like journey that you have had so far like sports yeah. i went to community college i went to university it was trash dropped out trash, i'm not going back yeah. uh, for photo like i mean i'm not the best technically with my stuff i learned my equipment and i know how to use my shit and give me what i want but i have like friends that are really really technical i'm just very creative. I
1: guess. What's that Bruce Lee quote? I don't fear the man that knows that practices a thousand kicks once. I fear the man that knows the same kick that practices the one kick a million times, a thousand times, something like that. I butcher the fuck oh, out of that. the one, but that, the one that like He's
3: practices probably. a thousand different kicks. Paraphrasing
1: like, it basically, like I don't fear the guy that practices one kick a thousand. No, no, no. Like, you don't fear thousand, the guy
3: that practices a thousand different kicks? Da- it's like one you fear one guy time, that yeah. One yeah kick but I yeah. fear the times. guy
1: that practices. One kick a thousand times. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we go. That's kind of like like what you said. That's where I was trying to get to it. Yo, you
3: you mentioned something about like. Like school being trash and like dropping out, and never going back. But like, I feel like you guys, I both, learned a lot. I, I feel like everyone here is still is like the kind of person that is like eager to learn new things. Like, you're saying like just listening to oh a yeah. friend is like you soak up so much from that. Well, I learned the other day that there's this new, um, like photography, like, um, like studio and gallery that just kind of opened up recently, like maybe a few weeks ago called uh, Safe Light Labs. Sick, that guy d- is sick in downtown. Yeah, I met him. Yeah, I He's met him dope. recently too. And he was telling me that oh, I saw that. that they offer like these, um, Film like, Yeah, it's like a... Um, I don't want to call it like a class. It's like a workshop, a workshop. basically. Like a, like on a Saturday, it's like four or five hours, and you can learn how to like... Um, they take you out to shoot, and then they teach you how to like develop and like print your all your shit there. And they won't do it for you. Like you can, ju- you can just take the class and then like pay the fee to do it on your own. Yeah. But like, yeah, I've been really looking forward to doing that shit.
2: So like, I'm a really bad student, and I knew I was. I like... If I went to class, that was good. I was like, that's good enough. Oh, I got to see? That's good enough. I'm yes, passing. Man. Like, it doesn't matter. And I had a lot of issues just with authority. Mm-hmm. And, like, people telling me what to do. I'd be like, this, this doesn't mean anything to me. I already learned it. I'm not doing it. Which is really not a good way to go into stuff. But I realized I'm a horrible student. But being in the real world and learning this way, I feel so much more pressure to learn. And, like, because I don't have a teacher or, like, a real mentor, Is everybody. I learn from every single mm-hmm. person. And I'm not scared to say, how do you do this? Like you might look at me like I'm done for dumb for two seconds, but you're going to explain it to me and I'm going to learn and leave this even better.
0: That's a great point, actually, just because I know we're getting to the professional human thing. Um, One of the things that makes me a professional human is that you can ask me any question. And if I don't know the answer, I'll find it out for you.
2: Yeah, that's dope.
0: You know, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, because you're asking, I was like, dude, I actually have a list of things that I like that I write down. to kind of just like helpful reminder of like, you know, inspiration and shit. Yeah. I'm just going to read some of these things off to you if that's cool. Absolutely. Take initiative. Stay accountable. Build rapport. Build positive it. attitude. Stay optimistic. Have patience, passion. Remove your ego and work ethic. Respect the team and their time. Make sure that your reputation arrives 10 minutes before you do. Mm. Automate your process so it can run without you. Be a critical thinker. Uh, educated guesses are better than bullshit answers. Um, you got to adapt, overcome, be a source of positive energy, talk to everyone, respect everyone, Love that. appreciate time, have emotions but don't get emotional, ask questions, and learn from everyone
1: i like to have emotions and don't be emotional yeah not you
3: gotta emotional. have emotions but you gotta not yeah, be emotional. everyone
1: has emotions like every human has emotions yeah so.
3: and especially that goes in hand-to-hand with like being a professional you know what i mean because like it wouldn't take your emotions into your job you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you gotta leave that shit at
2: home professional. When you, talk you gotta get it done regardless you know i learned mean? yeah. that from softball like i might not fuck with you but we're gonna make the play yeah like i don't care how you act we're gonna get it done
1: and that's, like, outside world shit and, like, being at the, in your job. Like, another thing sports teaches you, like, you might not like this person, but you have to respect them enough to where it's, like, you guys are all trying to get yeah. this one agenda done, you know? So.
2: I love that you have notes in your phone. I actually have my notebook with me that I did think about taking out earlier and taking notes. I take notes with everything, every single Place I go, like I'll go back and I'll reflect on it. Don't
3: like, worry, this is on wax. You can go back and listen. Yeah, I was about to say you can go back yeah, yeah, and
2: listen to yeah. <laughs> this shit too. All this is being recorded. Yeah, yeah. Where I got my of
1: it. So what? So you basically already answered this. So what? So what does a professional human mean to you then? For since me, you since you called it that as well.
2: Being a good person, like I mean, I feel like I'm more known for just being a good homie, yeah. and like I'll take some pictures for you too. But I I want to build a relationship with you, and like so. D Graves, I, like, shot him. He came from Chicago. He's a rapper from Chicago. Yeah, He hit me up on Instagram randomly asking for a shoot, and I was like, all right, like, 60 bucks, let's do it. And we met up. It was, like, I had work right after that, so it was really short. And him and his girl came in, and they were just such good people that we – our shoot felt so long. And they were so cool, and, like, that's the homie. Like, I only hung out with them for an hour and a half, and I was like, damn. Like, I I fuck with you heavy. You're good people. Like, I want to link you with everybody. I want to help you do, like – I hope you're doing good. And that was just like half of our photo shoot was just hanging out. Yeah. And nice. like when he pulled up on your shit, I was Dude, like, Dude, no, wow. we had a
3: whole conversation and yeah. half of it was about you. He's and so it was cool, just though. like yeah. he was mad cool. Yeah. He was
2: cool as fuck. He was
3: super fucking cool. His I girl know. was
2: there too, right? Yeah, yeah. She there's dope.
3: Yeah. It's wild because I feel like everybody in Chicago is mad friendly. Like yeah. Oh, super weird. Like, it's great. I love being I couldn't
2: there, believe man. he did that though. He like tagged me in something, I was like, damn. Yeah. But good being a professional human building good relationships with people respecting everyone no matter what hmm. and like talking to everyone because when i did that blue face shoot i talked to like everybody on set yeah. and there was like i didn't talk to the managers because i mean if you're not paying i don't know they don't give a fuck about me obviously i'm just someone with the camera just know until you ask was his, man, his yeah.
1: manager's whack 100
2: yeah he was cool they were very like did he,
1: did he look like he just got punched
2: I don't know. Because I can show you some I, pictures, I, and you could tell me.
1: Well, because he, I, I say that because he recently did an interview with Mike Tyson, uh-huh. and I guess shit got pretty heated because they oh, talked really? about Tupac. Oh. And then I guess Mike Tyson punched him in the face because he said some fucked up shit to Tupac. <laughs> <laughs> that no, that was, was like that was yeah. like all documented. So because I, I, I listened to his shit yeah. called the Hot Box podcast with Mike Tyson. Shout out Mike Tyson, and uh, now he's got he's got a great interview. Like, one of his guests was Wack 100, uh-huh. who, who manages nice. the game, and he manages Blueface. Yeah. So
2: it was, it was interesting. But I talked to a lot of people on the set, and like the production crew was really cool. I met the Steadicam guy, who like told me that he was just volunteering on set. He like emailed a director and just was volunteering, and then he picked up a Steadicam and he realized he was hella good at it. Mm. And then like he did some free shit, and now that's what he gets paid to do. That's all he does. He just does the Steadicam, and he's so sick to watch work. But he was hella cool, and I was like, damn, that's that's why you talk to people everywhere you go. And just be good. Be nice.
1: You never know where that conversation might build a bridge to something else. You I'm might, trying to
2: get the invite to the next shoot. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> that's like, what I'm might, trying to do. You
1: might be able to get to the I'm next like, I'll one. I'll get some
2: pictures. Of you. Dude, he paid me. Like, he was just... I just met him there, and he was cool. And he, like, and sent could, me money yeah. for his pictures. I was and like, then wow. And you could
1: branch out and then say, like, because, you know, dude's heavy in the game now. He's got connections. So there might be another rapper that might yeah. see his shit and be like, yo, I want you to shoot my shit. So. He did.
2: Yeah, he did Blueface's video with NLE Choppa, the, like, shooter... Mm. Shoot a flow. I don't even know what it's called because I don't listen.
1: to oh, Maddie's paying you, right?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're right.
3: We you got crazy ass know. names out here. No, Max, what's your sign?
2: I'm a Scorpio. What I say? Okay. We were to... What, what we I say? We, Yeah, we're in hey, what yeah I'm, a, I'm a Scorpio sun and a Pisces moon, so I'm sensitive. Oh, you're all water,
3: yeah? Yeah, I'm super
2: all sensitive. you baby. <laughs> yeah. <a> <laughs> I'm baby, yeah. Always. Oh, I'm baby. He's a Virgo.
3: <laughs>
1: I totally remember you're a Virgo? now. Yeah, I'm a Virgo. I said he's a SAG wow. earlier, but I was like, wait, doesn't sound right.
3: My moon sign's Taurus, my rising's Gemini. Wow. Yeah, I'm super light down to Earth, super trails, you know, da-da-da
2: chilling yeah always Out something. here i'm always like in the corner just sensitive i'm like that's cute have a good day i'll see you later <laughs> i hope you have the best time ever i hope when i see you next time you're doing great <laughs> it was you guys talking <laughs>
0: about, like sunrise and moon or whatever like i mean i'm, I'm like libra but i don't what the fuck the other one you're right? a libra yeah my
3: younger brother's a libra i think that's cool it has to do with the like year like the year it, that you're like born? the
1: time it, that
3: you it were has born. to do with the exact location the time yeah
1: yeah, so yeah. he's like, "Fuck, do I don't know." If you got your birth, birth certificate,
2: you yeah, birth certificate?
1: let me call my mom oh, real shit.
0: quick. <laughs> I should definitely look at my birth certificate and see what it says on that bitch. But
2: send it to
0: us. I think I, was, I put think in it was, the show
4: like, notes. <laughs> just hit your mom real quick yeah. and be
1: like, "Mom, what time and yeah. where was it?" She's gonna be like, "Who's
3: uh, who's trying to put together your natal chart?" I'm on the
1: spot right now on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, tell tell me. Gonna, then, Let's do my
4: mom's The
3: mom's note. They fucking know what's up with astrology. W-
0: what is it called? Like the, your moon and your, your sun or something? What, oh,
3: what do yeah, you do? yeah, your sun, moon, rising. It's like your birth chart, basically. It's like where all the planets and stuff were when you were born.
1: I want to say my moon is Leo and my sun is uh, Aquarius. Your sun? Yeah, some something like that. When is your birthday?
3: Your sun sign?
1: You're a, a, Gemini. a, Gemini. a Gemini. You're a Gemini. 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 Yeah. That's your <laughs> sun
2: sign.
1: No, I'm so, okay. I'm sorry. Then the moon was Leo. I don't know why there was like something that said like Aquarius something. I don't know. If there's like be a, a rising thing. sign. Okay, I think. Then that that one. Yeah,
2: ascendant means rising, right? Yeah, mine's Gemini. That's what mine is. Yeah.
3: Gemini's are know. like super creative and shit like that. Okay. Right here, baby. <laughs> right
1: I
2: have baby. my two of my brothers. Well, I have my my older brothers are twins. They're Gemini's, and then my one of my older sisters is a Gemini, and I'm like, wow, get out of my face. Actually,
3: the the Gemini sign is like the twins
2: yeah yeah my Dual brothers are so interesting they yeah. fit it completely there's
3: probably like four people in that group
4: it, and two oh bodies.
2: yeah and another thing is my brother dates this girl with the same birthday oh. and it's like insane as him yeah june 12th what? so crazy. we celebrate my brother michael joseph and his girlfriend angelica and it's like Damn. and then my sister selena her birthday is like the week Can before. Can you imagine
1: dating someone that has the same birthday as you
2: yeah <laughs> That's They're wild. so fun. They're so high energy. I used to it's work crazy. with this
3: chick who had the same birthday as me. And we were we were like some we could be like super tight, super like homie, whatever. And then sometimes I'll just clock in and we just like not that's say not, a word. Not, yeah. And it was just us two working, we'd just be chilling and like not say a fucking word the whole time. It'd be like that. And it was just cool. Like we didn't, we didn't I feel like here. that's adulting,
2: low key. Yeah. <laughs> like because at, at Whole Foods at Whole Foods, I'd be seeing people all the time and I'm like, I'm not I'm not trying to talk today. Like I gotta talk to like eight hundred people. Yeah. So True. I'll just see you when I fucking see you. <laughs> Catch in
4: the break room.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then I'm in the break room. I'm like, hey,
4: hey. <laughs> I'm just
2: gonna sit on my phone because I don't want to talk to anybody.
1: Should I just be having like my AirPods or something? Just, that's how like, you. Flexing know, on people. I'm not trying to talk to you. Like, if I got my headphones, I'm talking.
3: you. My job is still very much like customer service related, so <laughs> I got to be fucking talking to random people, so random walk-ins. So I got yeah. to talk like, to fucking appointments <laughs>
2: to my boss. I'm not a customer service person. And
3: I don't really get to wear my headphones at work,
4: so
2: this shit
1: kind of a bummer. I just thought of a moment where I was wearing my AirPods and I was talking on the phone. Matter of fact, I was talking to you today. And someone was engaging in conversation with me, and I had to flex on one time, like, oh, wait, bro, I'm on the phone. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. It's, anyways. it's fuck
4: But anywho. Yeah, bro, bro. I'm just like, oh, wait,
1: bro, I'm talking on the phone. Oh, Hold shit. on. What, what were you saying, Steele? Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
3: That's just funny, No, sometimes my boss will be talking to me, and I'll be like, "Bro, Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm doing something. Well, that's
1: obvious. It's like, yo, I'm, I'm on the
0: phone. Yo, I don't know if I want to read, because whatever you were talking about earlier, like, oh, yeah, because oh. you're just going to fall into the pit. Like, I'm, I'm looking at some of this, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. that sounds kind of accurate. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. yeah, exactly. But can when you guys tell me what I'm reading here, because this is talking about, like, it's as ascending rising sign, I don't know. Like, w- w- does this make sense to any
3: of you? What's your rising sign? I Virgo. Have, I, I guess. I don't oh, know. you're you're reading about what it is.
0: Okay, oh no, so no 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 no, not not necessarily that. But if I am a right, am I a Virgo rising? Did your
2: mom tell you a time you were born and you looked nah,
0: it up? I'm, ass- I'm assuming that I was born in the morning. They were like, yeah, it was like early in the morning, like three or seven.
2: need to know. It just kind of
3: that shit. It like it can change so like quickly uh-huh. like, based on the time you were born that it like it's really helpful to just like get it to get the accurate to get the, one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but but basically the rising sign is kind of like everyone in their life is born in a sign and then like kind of ends up in another sign so your ascendant is sort of like where you're heading in your life as far as like the development of your personality Interesting. also it's like your sun sign is like your sort of dynamic like who people see when they first meet you um, oh, your, like your, your moon sign is like who you are like to yourself and what your emotions like are like, Interesting. That, like your inward personality huh. your ascendant is like <laughs> Not necessarily like in the middle, it's kind of like beyond that. It's kind of like it's like who you like almost like who you try to be or like who you want to Inspired be and be, like what you show. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanna what be mean? my sister so bad. But She's um so cool. but your son is more so just what people <laughs> gather from you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um and then there's also this whole like aspect of the ascendant, which is like your son and your ascendant are supposed to be like what your physical appearance it actually is, like, highly based on. Mm. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and like, since I was to school to study, like, sociology and psychology and anthropology, like, I really wanted to do studies where, like, you can take this sort of pseudoscience that is astrology and, like, apply it to, like, the scientific method and be like, oh, okay, well, like, let's look at this, like, database of, like, a thousand faces and, like, determine what their, like, astrology says about them mm. and then actually go and see, like, if their physical appearance, like, falls into these certain, like, Stereotypes of what that says about them. Like Virgos are supposed to look very young. Like Leos are supposed to carry like very big hair and like <laughs> like where
1: yeah, she's a double
2: <laughs>
3: Leo. My baby mom is a double <laughs> Leo. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> my girl,
1: my girl's You're
2: rising. You're what? You're rising. My emotions
3: are. Oh really? Oh my God! Cancer's ruled by the moon and Leo's ruled by the sun. It's weird. So the, weird. yeah. You're dope. You're, you're yeah. You're dope. You're probably very, dope. like high, she said she's sensitive. She's dope.
2: she's high energy, but she's sensitive. Yeah,
3: that's exactly what I would Very say. Very high so. energy. I'm
2: like you know here we go. Cool. Chill. Yeah. Like, my boyfriend's like Mirror,
3: so. It sounds like a Black Mirror episode, but you know what with all the data that uh CoStar is collecting, like I've been really wanting to email them and see if there is like a way where I could like like, like either just give this idea to them or like work with them on this shit because like I've always wanted to. I want I really would do want to go back to school low key for like getting a master's, but I wouldn't do that for like another decade. Like, yeah, I'm like I'm over it right now, but like yeah, yeah. I know I would I would go mm-hmm. back just so that I could be like a published person and like I want to yeah. write books and shit. Like that should be tight. Right. Like I, I make all, like I want to make zines. Like the zine that you're looking at right mm-hmm. there is like one that I collaborated with. Um, with this artist magazine. from uh, from Chicago, his name is Nate Stevens, and we we did this whole collection called um, "Nightmares and Dreams." And um, usually, I like to push it in alphabetical order, so it'd be dreams and nightmares. But I just kind of was like, let me flip this. <laughs> I like the idea of the nightmares coming first, and because um, shit's scary, and then you get over it. I don't know, but true. I've been dreaming a lot lately. Always around yeah. the full moon. Pay attention, like if you if like you notice when the full moon is, like pay attention if you're dreaming, like because you might have like really intense dreams and like you should kind of write them down like no one really ever writes down their dreams but i write like, you
2: down
4: dude
0: I, I was just having this conversation earlier with all my design team about uh uh lucid dreaming yeah and being able like controlling your dreams. yeah
2: i yeah. can hella do that i can do that yeah for i've been sure. doing that shit.
4: yeah
0: but like because uh, one of my one of my associates was like starting to talk about it and then another one was like oh have you been able to fly yet Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, nah, I haven't, I haven't gotten there yet. But then, like, he's like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm still trying to get there. And I'm just like listening to the conversation. Like,
3: you guys are talking about this like it's fucking practice. Like, yeah, what? it is low practice. No key. real no. shit oh, is practice. Because I can like induce like a sleep paralysis, and then when you do that, you can have a positive experience or a not so positive experience, mm. which is like the sleep paralysis aspect or like, um, or a lucid dream. You know what I mean? And but then Hella. what what comes out of the lucid dream is astral projection, which is the flying aspect of like the lucid dream and being able to go anywhere that like your brain remembers, sort of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I sent this like meme to my homegirl today, and he just said like, "Oh, hate your job? Try astral projecting." And it's just like a person <laughs> like morphing out of their body real quick. But that was like that was That's what dope. the whole spring collection of Rottweiler was based off. Of. It was mm-hmm. called the the astral projection collection, and like I had this T-shirt that was all about lucid dreaming and like. This one is called the Star Child Collection. Well, it's not, not that one specifically. That is like Nightmares and Dreams. But if you look at like the centerfold, there's like a, um, there's like all these graphics that are, um, that are based on like the, the whole concept. You yeah, have the pre-summer collection, which is, which is the Star Child Collection, and it says, "Are you a Star Child?" Is like the question that, that that the collection is asking. Like each collection that I drop, like asks a very specific question. And it tries to get you to find out more about yourself, like so. like in that picture, the, the the T-shirt that you told me you like, the one of like the, mm-hmm. the the mantra of like the holding of like the folded hands. The it says um it says the God in me salutes the God in you. Yeah, which is like if you're familiar with yoga, that's what like Namaste actually like really translates into. So at the end and the beginning of every like like yoga session. The instructor will say like Namaste, and they'll say it at the end, and it basically translates to the God in me salutes the God in you, because we're all we're all part of like this one oneness, mm-hmm. like this one like source of light and energy, the force, exactly that everything stems out of. There you go, dude. Yeah. There's
0: so many fucking like movies that that touch on that subject matter of like you know mm-hmm. uh, a frequency that vibrates between all of us and and how in some weird fucking way it's it's all connected because you can be thinking about some shit and then you call your homegirl your your homie and he's like bro were you just thinking about this it's like yeah shit. and then or they'll she, be like
3: i was just about to call you
0: yeah yeah you know? that's some Th- real shit yeah, yeah that shit happens energy all the time. never lies that's weird yeah. the
3: connection there's actually like more going on in this empty space between us than there is going on in our actual physical body like we're like if you think about it Like, I was fucking tripping acid hard, like, a couple months ago, and I was like, this was, like, the biggest thing going on in my brain was that, like, what we are, because we don't actually get to physically experience ourselves, you know what I mean? Like, until you look in a mirror or some source of, like, light reflecting off of some other surface, you get to experience yourself through the other people that you interact with. Mm -hmm. So, that being said, it's like, you only get to really know who you are through the society that you're in, Mm -hmm. through the environment that you're in. And then, so what we are is sort of like a photo negative of like all of our like hmm. like i don't know gathered experiences mm-hmm. i am
2: like i was i feel like i've been really self aware since i was super young because my parents weren't together so i mean that just does shit to you and i feel like from being really young i realized i've noticed my environment and how it just like affected me and mm-hmm. i really felt like i am literally all my experiences mashed up into one human, mm-hmm. like, that's just what I, I was, mm-hmm. like, 10 years old thinking weird shit like that, which was very weird, but I feel like I grew up really quickly thinking yeah. like that. There,
3: and there's, there's, like, a quote, I forgot who it's by, but it, it says something, but it goes something like, nothing of me is original, I'm, like, the combined experiences of, like, everything, everything. I've ever been through and known, Yeah. and I feel like that's exactly what it is, like. I don't know. That's what. That's why I want to write. That's why I want to make zines is because I want to push these messages, like zine. not just through clothes. Yeah, dude. Let's make a fucking zine. It's I want to make them really bad. We put it into the universe. So I'm down.
2: I talked to Nelsons about it. Oh, word. Yeah. Wouldn't that
1: wouldn't that be like a play on on like trauma in a sense? Just like everything.
3: Trauma is definitely an experience. Yeah. You know, but bliss mm. is an experience. You it's know what still, I mean? Yeah. There, there's the both ends of the spectrum, and because the spectrum is like 360 by 360. It's a sphere with infinite points on it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like.
2: Have you guys seen Split mm-hmm. with James McAvoy, the M. Night Shyamalan movie? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it? Mm. I was thinking about it today, which is really weird that you brought up trauma. Um, based, I feel like one of the themes of it was like trauma really, or like going through pain makes you evolve because he was like, I mean, he had like 23 personalities and it happened because he had was dealing with so much shit that he kind of would just like hide it with a new personality, which is probably a really bad interpretation of that. But he like stole these two girls because they were like these shitty girls that had everything, they were, like, rich girls, whatever, and he's, like, they've never experienced pain, but he accidentally stole this other girl who was, like, really, like, she had a really bad childhood, and then in the end when he, at, like, the very end of it, he sees she has all these cuts on her arm and her stomach, and he's, like, he said something like, um, the, like the hurt or more evolved or something like that, and he left her alone. But it was, that shit really, I mean, me, me and my boyfriend have some crazy-ass talks about, Because he doesn't have the best, like, situation growing up either and, like, how it just made us different from people and how, like, growing up and not having everything that you need or whatever, living how we live, like, it just taught me to pay attention to behavior and how people move. And, like, I learned a lot more interacting with others than I have in a classroom. And, like, Mm -hmm. I went to Mount Miguel and no one gave – I went to Keeler and I went to Mount Miguel. And, like, no one gave a fuck about me at all until I made them give a fuck about me. Mm And, like, I don't have the best relationship with my dad. That's really personal. But that has also made me, like, just pay attention.
3: And, like, give a fuck about yourself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I take care of my damn self. Self Self-care is the only care
1: sometimes, you know? Just got to have your own self. And as if if with all the chaotic shit going on, like, you just got to always make sure you're, like, your own self. I have, like, the biggest support
2: system, though. Like, if you're my homie, like, I fuck with you and it's to the top forever. Uh, If you ever, like, show me love, like... I can't help but feel like, all right, what, if I got oh, yeah. something for you one day, I got you. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Always, and I feel like that's professional human too, like recognizing the people that helped you get where you are cool. and giving it back. On yeah. that
0: on that subject as well, because you were you know just kind of talking about how you know our struggles kind of kind of dictate our future and who we become. Um, I think that on top of also being like a professional human and like understanding your surroundings is also. Uh, having some spiritual awareness because oh, yeah. most definitely I oh, affirm, yeah. like I'm okay. It, it, this may sound cheesy, but I firmly believe that I'm psychic and you know, that doesn't mean like, Oh, I can fucking like read if your you're mind. In tune, you're in tune. But right. there has been so many times in my life that like, Like, I mean, and you you can call it also intuition, like looking at someone and understanding that they're in pain and being able to be like, Hey man, are you happy? Like what, what's going on? Talk to me type of shit, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, I think that that's another big thing is, is understanding like where you are spiritually and if you're happy with like the, uh, the materialistic, like, you know, life that you have versus like this, this spiritual awareness. And, um, essentially I think that the temptation that divides those two worlds is what, really challenges the rest of society and people from, like, experiencing true happiness or just being able to cope with the positives and negatives. Because for someone who who does understand that balance and knows that, like, you know what, I, I am limited on this on this earth, and, like, you know, I'm sad, but I'm happy too. But all this really doesn't mean a whole lot because as long as I'm, like, spiritually savvy, like, my soul is going to carry on to whatever life it may be. And so you start, like, thinking about what happiness really means. But in order for you to even get to that point, you have to experience so much, like, um, struggle, happiness, pain, regret, um, confidence. Like, you have to experience... The the, all the colors in order to be able to
3: have appreciation for all of it. Yeah, I don't mean to finish your sentence, but no, but yeah, that's that's what it is. So and so that's definitely happiness in a nutshell. Is like finding the appreciation in from the things that are most mundane or like the things that are most depressing. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, bro, like I was telling you about our pull up and eat event, the Swab City like food drive that we've been having. We're we're doing that shit every single month, like every last Tuesday of the month. I'm trying to feed as many homeless people as we can. This last time we fed like over 300 people. The Mm -hmm. first time it was close to 100. Um, and yeah, bro, that's like the most depressing shit right there where we post up and, and give out food is like, there's um there's a syringe recycling and everyone out there that we're giving food to has syringes, everyone's shooting up to the drug addicts or the criminals of the society. It's like the worst shit. And I'm not, I'm not subscribing to any like Christianity or any, anything like that. Like I, y'all know, I grew up Catholic and shit, but like I'm a highly spiritual person. And like, I did take a lot and learn a lot from those experiences of like growing up Christian and Catholic and just knowing that like. The least among us are like they're still human. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I know we got to wrap up soon because I hear Don counting the change. I'm, okay, I'm sure he's trying 40. to am yeah. sure he's trying to go home and cuddle his his bonsai trees and shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, but we got some rapid fire questions and, and real quick I want you guys to just like shout out your your Instagram handles and, and plug yourselves one time and then we got some questions for you. And then yeah. We'll, if then I could, if I
1: could, real quick, because I want to hit on the the pull up and eat. It's very important, I think, for us, especially because I think we just came out. There was a toll, I think, Fox News put out. You know, you take it how you want it, it's Fox News or whatever. But yeah. they put out, a, like, a top five of cities that have a huge homeless problem. And we're actually on that list. And it like, you know. We're, yeah, yeah we're yeah, we make it
3: to? Top
4: three?
1: Uh, we're top five. Fuck. It goes New York being number one. Los Angeles, you know, the two biggest fucking yeah, cities, obviously. Rolling, fuck Seattle yeah. is number three. Yeah. yeah, which I thought Shell's was constant. San Dennis Us, uh, San Diego, and then San Jose. So it's already it's a I know it's a huge problem in California, but like when the top yeah. five cities or three of them are California. It's like damn, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. That but is crazy. I just, I just want to hit on like how important yeah, it is bro, for the so pull just, up and ease. We just so it's want like pull up and ease to be bigger, we have and better a, every time. Get more people. Yeah, bro. We have a, such a huge homeless. You know, like I just said, we're top five in the entire fucking
3: the area country. that we were in. I was doing research on it too, and through like the Union Tribune, I was like learning a lot about like where the the highest homeless rate is. And Rossi and I knew already that like Seventeenth Street is the worst. Like, yeah, I work right there on Commercial Street. Like, mm-hmm. I fucking pass by that shit every day. Right by there, Imperial. A Street, and right like, there by the south, and that's just that's thick of it i mean it's like peco park barrio logan and and east village that's like where all those people meet up and you'll drive by there during the day and they're not there during the day they're mm-hmm. there at night because they because there's no parking on that street like that mm-hmm. whole block is like basically red zone so the homeless will just go and chill there no one's gonna fuck with them you know yeah.
1: right but yeah I man just it's important you know definitely yeah. look at uh, our instagram to find out more information about the pull up and eat like he said uh, like Stila said Every last Tuesday of every month we're gonna be out there doing our part. Any donation matters, you know, one dollar feeds one person, Hell type yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell so yeah. Over 400 Water, so bring far. fruits. You know, we had granola, granola bars, bars out there. Yeah, hell
3: yeah! And shout right out right Brian. And it's not. It's, it's and this out. isn't one of those like Rocky experiences said, where like
1: you see a homeless person on the corner and you buy him a Jack in a Box meal and then they do whatever they want with it. This is like yeah, you know no. we're we're, we're, trying line, to partner, we're lining up. We're trying to up.
3: partner yeah. with other companies, like local companies yeah, too, yeah, to get yeah, to yeah. get yeah. more food donations just, and everything. Just come up with some kind of solution. Everything matters. All right, you guys. Max, plug yourself. Instagram handle,
2: X Maxine alo X M A X I N E. A L O, Mad Max. Talking for
3: Extraordinaire.
2: What do you say? What? Right so, how do we donate?
3: Oh, how do we donate? You guys can donate. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, great question. All right, so, Don. so right now, all the donations <laughs> the are being accepted to my Venmo account. Um, that's at capital R T W L R capital C lowercase O. Um, the one dollar feeds one person.
4: Make sure
1: when you send him money, Write in capital letters for donation. No, 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 no,
3: no. no, Seriously, when you're like, if you email me or like send me a donation, just put in like just put pull up and eat, and that way I know I'll like have it aside uh, specifically for donation. That's how we did it for the last one. Everything ran smoothly. You can trust them with your money. I vouch for. I mean, bro, people give me their money all the time, uh, so I can style them out. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) just trust me. I'm gonna feed the homeless (laughs) with your money. stop flexing. All right, Miles. Um, shoot your shot.
0: Yeah, my name is Miles Dokes. Actually, no, my name is Miles Morales, and that's a funny thing because hey. it's actually Spider-Man. But I put my <laughs> handle to Miles Dokes because everyone be looking for Miles Morales, oh, and you can't find that. You can't find that shit. So that's just on you, Netflix. You can follow just me sci-fi. at, uh, it at it? Miles that's yeah. Dokes. That's M I L E S D O K E S. Point blank.
3: Nice. I want to
2: follow right now. Okay, Boom. you
1: got the questions. Yes, real Paint quick. Them. All right, so rapid questions. So answer to the best of your abilities as fast as you can let's go if you had one last meal before you were to go from this existence what would it be cereal because we never stopped spaghetti okay <laughs> cereal what, I keep, what kind of cereal uh just curiosity Ah uh, oh, shit
0: uh, no, nah, it's going to be between Cinnamon Toast Crunch and Frosted Flakes. I respect it. All right. Wow. yeah, We can give
3: you both, bro. We'll give you two both. I'll, I'll both, do
0: both. both. Yeah, both. dude, I'll combine them, bitches. For yeah, real, no, I'll, I'll be like good. You. If do, you guys, do, guys, do you like the weather, hot or cold? uh i like the weather well too hot is not good so if it's if it's a fine medium i'll, I'll do hot if it's like extremes i'll do cold because i can always put some shit on but i can't take anything off after i'm too fucking hot
2: that's what i'm saying i can't walk around naked like when it's hot yeah so i'll pay cold cold except, okay yeah. if you guys California. were to
1: uh subscribe to a conspiracy theory which one would you subscribe to
2: we're in the matrix for real Okay, for that's real. crazy. That's not even. Uh, that's for real. That's super
1: deep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I heard a fucking
2: real. crazy well,
3: one the other day.
4: But go
0: the uh, the lizard one. Fuck. <laughs> what do you call it? It's just like like extraterrestrial. Oh yeah, the UFO conspiracy, yeah, yeah, extra-dimensional beings, the fourth kind, that shit fucked me up. The existence of of it only makes sense. See, but I don't even
3: think that that shit's like a conspiracy. Like I hella believe in that shit. Oh yeah, dude, well, dude, I fucking seen this one though about Back to the Future and how the director from Back to the Future filmed this other movie. Of like this dude who's like doing like the tightrope walking across the Twin Towers. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. Well, so that that's the actor, right? But like, yeah. So that whole movie basically, Marty is the name of both the main characters. They're actually dressed identically. No way. And like, why he's walking across? He's got like a red turtleneck and like a black leather jacket. So when Marty comes back from the from the from the future in like. And he's by the clock tower. He's, like, running. He's, like, bro. He's, like, doc, I just came from the future. And literally, like, they're wearing the same outfit. Like, all the times and dates, like, on the cars and, like, where he's at, like, all match. He's, like, I'm from 15 years in the future. Like, it all, like, fucking syncs up. And then, like, there's this scene where, like, dude, I I don't know if you remember, but dude's, like, I think it's, like, Biff or somebody's, like, hanging upside down. From like these weird things that are like suspending him, right? He's like hung by his feet, like in the future house, and they're like all watching this TV, like this movie. I know Twin Towers. And about, yeah. on the movie is the Twin Towers, and so like, there's this, like this whole conspiracy that like you're supposed to think about it from the one guy in the room who's upside down's perspective, because it shows like the, the Twin Towers, like the camera is like panning down, so it looks like they're rising, but oh. you're supposed to think about it from his perspective to where the Twin Towers are actually falling. And it's, like, all this shit, because the other movie, like, the Boom. guy, Marty, is, like, actually, like, walking across, like, the Twin Tower. Like, it's fucking weird, dude. That's like, yeah. That should gave me the chills, and I, like, I really like getting the chills, because, it's like, it's yeah. one of those experiences you don't get often, you yeah. know what I'm <laughs> If you can one of those fair. a day, like, lock that shit in right yeah.
4: now. Anyway. it's Trippy.
1: If you guys walked in, if you guys were in an album store, right? A record store. In a record store. If you were in a record store, and you had to pick three pieces of music, whether it be greatest hits, you know, one specific album, what would it be? Three pieces of music.
3: W- one specific like album? This. Yeah, it could be whatever. It, it could be, be like a, a like a fucking vinyl or a cassette or a CD. Yeah, well,
0: could, see, that's the thing is like whenever I go into record stores and I... This is
3: but it's like an apocalyptic situation. Like this shit's <laughs> oh, about to a... blow up. Yeah, like you, you gotta zombies, just you grab you got, them. like You these zombies outside ones. Ones. Yeah. right now. You oh, take shit, them on a deserted music. island with you like to the end of the earth.
0: Um, fuck. Uh, I'd probably pick up a Tupac album. I'd pick up a Beatles album and I would pick up...
4: Fuck. Uh, you can just do what
1: he's doing, just say, I'll pick up this guy's album this guy's, album, this pick guy's album,
0: this guy's album. Uh someone gotta be rock and roll, so like Led Zeppelin, maybe. Okay. Yeah, Led Zeppelin. They got,
2: good, they got I respect good, those. Know. Hell yeah. Yeah, Art. it could be like a
3: greatest hits too, so you're you're in the clear. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I've been listening to this like Panamanian music that's been really tight and I would love to hear that on vinyl.
4: Okay,
1: Panamanian album. <laughs> uh
2: nice. fucking Oh my god, that's like so stressful. I don't even know. I don't even know. This is the rest of your World's life. The Three the pieces of, my of music. my life.
1: You got Panamanian music. Oh what else? Yeah, because it would just paint
2: a picture for me. Probably some, like, soundtrack from a movie.
1: Which movie? Uh,
2: maybe, like, a Hans Zimmer album just to listen to. Okay. Uh, that's a good one. But, <laughs> that's
1: super different. I, right. Hans no, album. I need don't visual. I need visual. I like the, I like, like the Hans Zimmer. I listen to
2: music, more. but, like, it's a visual for me. I need something that's going to tell me a story. If I'm going to be alone, That's how I feel fuck? when I listen
1: to that Ludwig guy who does, like, like all the childish Gambino shit and the Black Panther score, and like, and the, oh, and, the and the Apollo one too. Like, or the Apollo Creed one, where Marquis George. What was three? one more? What I was just had to. Uh, Charlie Gambino. I guess.
2: Like, in my love, love. I love him.
1: I love so, that album. Like That's in run. my top three as well when I, when I answer that question. Very Hell meaty. yeah.
3: Well, shout out you guys. Shout out Max. Shout out Miles. Will Be the Dawn. Shout out Rerun. Shout, shout out, out Dawn Rerun. in the back. Hell yeah, boss holding man. it
1: down, boss man, boss man. Can I you. ask you guys Recording two questions?
0: Live. Yeah, what's up? Fire them off, right? Yeah. If uh, if you were in a field with a bat, and there was Sounds twelve violent. year olds running after you, how many twelve year olds can you take down? Like all of come, them. I'm not gonna. I'll take out. out all of those all fuckers. Of them? Okay. Fuck them. So all we're talking guys. about like like waves. Okay. Like how many? What is a number that you would legit be able to take down? Twelve. That's I'll, pretty. That's pretty solid.
1: No, I'll take them all down. Twelve
0: before like you start, you know, they start taking you down. I no, the athletes? They're
1: not they... taking me down.
0: No, these are just some like random twelve-year-old little kids. That are, like you know, some of them are, some of them aren't. Like fuck you know, them kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck them kids. I'm yeah. singing out all of them. Okay. Yeah. Um, this other one is actually a little more serious because maybe it's not going to be rapid fire. What is your favorite failure? Ooh, God that's a good damn, that's so deep. hey check
3: this out the same energy I have towards those fuckers that are coming at me like I love fucking kids like I love kids to death like it's my passion to just like boost them up as much as I can um I'm gonna just answer this shit quick like honestly um the other day um like last Tuesday when we did pull up and eat the last person to come up to me was just, like this little like 12 or 13 year old like Russian girl and she was like asking me if there was any more pizza left and I just kinda like I just kinda like after the whole like everything that just happened, I was just like, "Oh damn!" Like, nah, there's not like. I, I think I gave her like a water bottle, but my regret is like not fucking just giving her money. Mm. But I but I've been literally thinking about this for like a week straight. It's like, fuck. what if I gave her money, and like someone like fucking took her money, like hurt her because she had money, mm. and like got more drugs with yeah. it? I was like, fuck! Like it's been literally eating me up inside for like mm. a week. So yeah, that's hard.
2: That's hard. Yeah, that's- like me? Uh,
1: you said what's my worst failure? Oh, no, what's your favorite failure? Because
0: people fa- uh, always attribute to their successes, but they never think about like, oh yeah, this thing that
1: I didn't do good at actually is the reason why I'm here right now. Oh, uh, the question? one of my first, one of my first like recording you. sessions. Um, it didn't, I, I it didn't go well at all. Like I had to troubleshoot and everything. I was luck, it was I was lucky that it was with like a good friend of mine that gave me another chance. But um, I just remember that day, just you know. I knew everything, like how to make everything run, but shit just wasn't working. And I, I felt like I was like having a panic attack yeah. and shit because I was just like, I'm on the clock. We're, you know, on trying the, you routes. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to make shit work. And then I it just took me, it took like 30 minutes, close to like 45 minutes of the time. And then we finally got shit going. And then, like, while our shit was going, like, shit was still, like, kind of just being weird. So mm-hmm. I had to troubleshoot in between. Mm-hmm. So I was just very unprepared, but I was still able to, uh, you know go out on the fly and just you know do what i had to do in right. that moment but, but it set you up yeah so I, I i nothing came out of that day but then it just made me realize like okay just you got to be prepared more and just continue to push and no matter how like stressful the situation is just to con- like just always keep a calm keep a no. mad yeah yeah just you basically just stay in control of your own emotions like you said uh you can't what was it about the emotions that I fucked have good? emotions but don't be emotional. There you go. Yeah, yeah. that was that. That's some shit right there that I can that's relate good. with. But yeah, that's probably one of my favorites.
0: Will Stilo Max, y'all are dope. Thank you guys, Thank you guys dope,
1: for up, man. This is a, this is a dope interview. A great way to kind of just come back into the podcast. Realm. I love being
3: surrounded by highly intuitive people. Just people that just like know that something good is gonna happen, and that like they can they don't even need to know what it's gonna be. They're just already like setting themselves up for so much dope shit. Hella.
4: Well,
1: thank you guys again for pulling up. Thank you for everybody listening from all the digital platforms that is out there. Uh, It'll be uh, July 4th when this drops. So any July 4th plans? Anything at all? Real quick. Hmm. Do
4: some shrooms.
1: July 4th. Anything?
3: Yeah. Celebrate America.
1: Celebrate America. America. (laughs) Only in in America.
2: Watch fireworks on shrooms. Yeah. That's probably definitely going to happen.
1: Don't call SteeLo that day. He's going to be on a That's good one. Well, i go by Will B. Hit us up. <laughs> Thank you, know you everybody, again stuff? for listening. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do that. Thank Hell you, SteeLo. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Will of B. Thank you. Pull up and
3: eat every last Tuesday of the month. Dice Roller Radio, episode 46.
1: And I want to end it on
4: a mustard song.
2: Okay. Or, no. Wait, on God. On. Is that his
1: song? No, nah, wait, wait, wait. I want to. No. Oh, should I play On God? I was actually. Is it between that or this Chris Brown song? On God. Okay, On God. I'll play On God. Alright, yeah. On God by Mustard, YG. Who else? Asap, oh, Ferg, yeah. Rocky, yeah. Tyga all that.
4: Just...
2: I don't wow. D- D- Dice Roller, motherfucking radio.
1: This is Dice Roller Radio, episode 46. Thank you again for everybody listening. Continue to fuck with us. We have a lot more cool shit coming out. Better episodes, better shows, better everything. Damn son, where'd you find oh, this? Don't dance like this You ain't got no soldiers Taking no chance like
4: this On guard Now ain't nobody Triller than this Go anywhere around Where nobody realer than this On guard I be limping in the Hamptons I just got an architect To build a big ass mansion On
3: guard Now I'm ready for expansion And my old bitch left me But I swear I'm so handsome On guard
1: I am on God I'm in a red Lamborghini two seater, Oh God I'm in Hard bottoms, these ain't sneakers, I need a Bad bitch, half whole, half diva, Oh God it ain't never been no bitch in me I'm aggressive with these hoes, ain't no soft shit in me Niggas know it's 397 Plus
3: three, at the top who you see, shit Me, me and me, she wanna kick it after the Fuck, I don't do kung fu, if your friend a buzz down, that mean you one too, if your Friend bust down, that mean you one too If I whip the dick out, bitch, what you gonna do I'm in the red, cool, I call it The woo. I got voices
1: in my head, like I so so don't believe the hype, you niggas lying to boot. I'm a good looking rapper. I ain't lying to you. On guard. Your diamonds don't dance like this. You ain't got no soldiers taking no
4: chance like this. On guard. Now ain't nobody triller than this. Go anywhere around where nobody realer than this. On guard. I be nothing in the Hamptons. I just got an architect to build a big ass mansion. On guard. Now I'm ready for expansion. And my opus left me, but I swear I'm so handsome.